Hello there, and welcome to a podcast that's been a long time coming. It is the Bennett Brothers podcast for the Star Wars television series, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and I'm Jerry Bennett. I'm Joel Bennett. Thank you for joining us as we uh, delve into the recently finished six-episode series Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney+. Plus. We're going to spoil the heck out of it, talk about things we like, things we didn't like, maybe some Easter eggs here and there, maybe a lot of uh, lightsaber sounds. Are those, car- are those, car- those are cars no, going no, by? No, that's lightsaber sounds. No, no, no. You put effects on those, right? No, no, yeah, no. You, no, you, no, you, God, you no. totally did. No. But we're going to talk about it. We want to hear your opinion, so go to facebook.com slash Bennett Brothers Podcast. Hit us up on Twitter at Bennett Brothers Pod or send us an email, Bennett Brothers Podcast at gmail.com. Also, go to patreon.com slash Bennett Brothers Podcast to donate to the podcast to keep us going on our end, and we give you stuff on your end uh, called minicasts, and we really appreciate when you do that because it's just nice to know you're listening. And if you don't want to do that, that's fine. We're happy to have you along for the ride. On Thanks to uh, this one. patron Josh, who got back in touch and said he's enjoying the podcast and he's been a loyal patron forever. And he and wants me to do more podcasts about my gas, which isn't going to Apparently, happen. Apparently, everyone wants that. No. <laughs> also, lightsaber sounds were like this. <laughs> not, not this. That's not it. Is that what I sounded like? That's pretty good. No, it's because mine's going to have sound effects. No, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. That's from Star Wars, too. Is it? Because yeah. I'm going to do an Elvin and Chipmunk thing on it. <laughs> no, now I made that one. Darn. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we're going to talk about this episode. We have we did not watch this together, so uh, we'll be hearing each other's opinions for the first time, which is exciting. Yeah. And might as Six well, uh, episodes of in. varying lengths. Runtime was anywhere from 36 minutes all the way up to 53 minutes. Yeah. I think the total at the end for six episodes was 12 hours. If, I do, if I'm I doing, believe, the, if I'm doing my math, math correctly. Yep. That's the metric system, I, right? I believe I Well, yes. It's in liters then. Uh, yes, this was a show. It was a show, yes. Thank you. We have no idea. what we, we haven't actually talked about this at all. Life's been in the way. So, Joel, what did you think of Obi-Wan Kenobi season one or just one series? We don't know. Let's say season one. Oh, that's such a good question. Is it the best of the Star Wars shows? Yes. This is the best spinoff of a Star Wars show. This is it's only the, the third one. Well, I mean, I can include Clone Wars and Rebels and Resistance and all nobody that kind of stuff you, I want I mean, to. Nobody, if nobody I want to, some people love Clone Wars, man. I thought the Clone Wars. Hey, those Ewok good. cartoons were good stuff. The, the Endor movies. Yes. Uh, no, th- this is the best. Uh, it was from top to bottom across the board. This was the best. Really, you didn't like? That? I, I mean, love, Mandalorian, I love Mandalorian season one. I do love Mandalorian mm-hmm. season one. But if you go back and listen to our podcast, Better Brothers Podcast at WordPress.com, you can uh, check out. They weren't all one hundred percent. This one, and this is not all 100% either, but it's pretty damn close. It's pretty damn close. I, I found myself cheering in many places. I felt myself getting emotionally drawn in, which I thought was really a cool experience. How dare you make me emotional for the Phantom Menace? For the Phantom Menace. Yeah, they know, made right? me emotional I at like the, the end. Menace, for the Phantom, I'm sitting there going, like, oh, why, am I, why do I care emotionally about this? They did it. They and did on it. top of that, maybe my opinion is also slightly jaded in the sense that Book of Boba Fett wasn't as good as it should have been. And so this thing is like, oh, yeah, this is what we can do. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is what you can do. This is awesome. So, no, I I highly, highly enjoyed this. And I would love a season two. But if we don't get one, that's fine, too. Because I don't think this really changed anything. This doesn't change. If this never existed, nothing changes about Star Wars in any way, in my opinion. It's just nice that it does exist. What did you think? Utter crap. No, it was it was wonderful. Wonderful all the way around. It as a movie, it was you know, it, it it was awesome. I enjoyed this. I've heard, you know, I've heard great praise. I've heard petty, you know, issues with it, you know, and they are petty issues. You know, saying that things are going on too long here and there. It's like that's the advantage of making a series is you can explore some stuff. It doesn't have to be, you know, because it's not a movie, it doesn't have to. It can it can take its time a little bit. Sometimes that can work against a show, very much so. We talk very about Book much of Boba so. Fett and the flashbacks, how it was 
Okay. Well, well I like that. But I like that more than you did. Yes. I like that more than you did. But uh, this was wonderful. It made me, you know, care about a, a prequel time more than I thought it would. I didn't dislike that prequels, and you know, I have great love for parts of them, and I have great issues with other parts of them. But this was wonderful television. You know, had to watch it every every week. Love talking about it, and just. Yeah, it, 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 it did so many things right. The the individual episodes, every time they'd end, we were like, no, 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 go, keep going, keep going. And again, as a as a long movie, this actually started out. This was a uh, spinoff film written by uh, Hossein Amini, and it was, uh, was going to be uh, directed by uh, Stephen Daldry. This was after the whole issue with the original director, Josh Trank and everything that was going to happen. But it was actually all set to go. And then it was actually worked as a limited series following the commercial failure of Solo, a Star Wars story. Which, so, I mean, again, it was already Solo ready to go. Solo takes place one year before this, I found out. This takes place nine years before A New Hope, ten years after Revenge of the Sith. So, Mark Hamill is ten. So, Mark Hamill is 22. Harrison Ford was how old? Was he 39 when they did Star Wars? That would well, is he that much older? Because think about think no, about no, no 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 not nine years before Solo one year. Oh, you're talking about I'm talking uh, about the characters. I mean that's what the internet has told me, and if I don't know anything about the internet, yeah, I'm just true. trying to figure out. Uh, I hear what you're saying with the time frame, and that does work. Obviously, Solo is 20. So I guess there's a 10 year difference. I guess that works because he's 10, and let's say Solo is 20, at least at the beginning of that movie. Again, we're talking about Solo. We're talking about Solo from the beginning of the movie when he's before the Empire or the time frame after because there's like or time. Do, are goes we now. talking about the Earth around the Sun? Or are we no, talking about Tatooine? We're talking about our, our generalized, our generalized timing here. I guess, I, I guess Solo has about a year taking How place within the, the movie. I Think about most, most Star Wars movies. In general, take place over a couple of days, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit of time. Solo has two time periods. You know, it. You know, it, he spends time and one, and then well, he, so does Rogue know, One. He, she's a little girl, and then she's an, an adult. It's those are flashbacks. No, the whole opening sequence is not a flashback. That's true. Yeah. All right, maybe I'll shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, uh, uh, Ewan McGregor had been confirmed to starring back all the way back as 2019, and he, obviously he's known about this for a long time. And there was a whole issue with like you can't say anything. So anytime somebody says, "Oh, I can't tell you if, I, if I'm going to be that," for example, again we talked about this is all spoilers for the whole thing, and this is all going all the way to the end of the series because we were taught we we're teased to this whole thing that maybe we would see Qui Gon Jinn, maybe we would see Qui Gon Jinn, and then you know you. Uh, Liam Neeson had come out saying, I only do movies. I'm, I'm too good for TV. He said that in a joking way because he knew he was going to do this. He's done some and, bad movies too. <laughs> and he and he was fine with that. So he, obviously he was lying and they all have to that, lie to the press. But by the way, he that, just came that, out today and he just said, literally an hour ago, came out and said one of the reasons he did this. And by the way, this is not the first time he's come back. He no, actually came back in the, in animated, the series. animated series as the voice, as a ghost, but not a ghost talking to Obi-Wan. It was like watching a scene that had happened. Well, he also came back as a ghost talking to Yoda. As a voice, yes. You're right. But I mean, we saw him there and him coming back here, he basically said his reasoning, with the tongue in cheek or not, is he couldn't see anybody else doing the role. He's like, that's my role. I'm proud of it. And so that's why he did it. Um, is that is that the best cameo for Star Wars that we've ever had, do you think? I know, I know. Uh, Darth Maul Red... in in Solo. Oh yeah, but no. That was aw- He's yes gonna, no. He, that's the first time we in, in a movie we saw him alive, played by Ray Parks we with have, robot legs. We have uh, Red Leader and Gold Leader in, in Rogue One. It was, and Grandma that, Tarkin, to be honest. I mean, oh yeah, that maybe. But this Tarkin. one, this one was the one where he came out. I applauded in my house by myself. <laughs> I was, I was I, really and I applauded. made the comment to Kelly, go, "How dare you make me happy?" Yeah, you know, like the <laughs> nostalgic for this because oh, there he is. And then all of a sudden, right next to him, it's like is, is, there's another ghost going, "Annie, little Annie." Well, that's it. Like, that's oh no, it. don't do it. Can the can Star Wars this modern Star Wars? Can they make us like Jar Jar? In well, they some tried way, to bring him in. I mean, he's in several Clone Wars animated that's, episodes. That, that's fine. I mean, everyone's in those. It's just the way Star Wars is. I hope they won't waste any time with that. Could they? I mean, they're all about redemption for some of these people. I mean, it feels like it feels like you're you're trying. To you can redeem. do redemption as long as the bottom line is going to be there. Because are you going to redeem the actor who played Jar Jar Binks and what he went through? It's not a, I don't know. Only don't if know. there's money to be made oh, cool, and not course. risking it. Because yeah. just to do it to say, look, Disney, we're doing that, or or whatever you want to say, there's no way that would happen because fandom 
and I don't want to use the word toxic fandom, but fandom in general has gotten to a point where like, you know, we got so many choices out there that we may not, not see it because we don't want because it's not worth it. We're not going to do it just out of blind loyalty. Now, a lot of times movies themselves will blame you know, critics will say, oh, they're they're disliking it because of these outside reasons and maybe some vocal minorities doing that. But the rest of us are just going, no, no, no. We just don't want to see it. Hey, it's man. not good. They redeemed the Amazing Spider-Man one and two with the latest Spider-Man movie, so they can do. They didn't something. redeem those movies. He was they always re- a good well, actor. They, and they redeemed the act. The, the, they, they redeemed re- uh, Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox. Yes. So they can yes, do it. Is yes, all I'm that's saying. A and I would like. And I'm not saying we need a Jar Jar Binks movie or TV show. I'm just saying. I kind of could it have been a cameo. That. Could it have been a one-off? Uh, also, just other cameos in here because I shouldn't say cameos, but actors reprising their roles. It's awesome. I mean, outside of you and McGregor coming back as Obi-Wan, you have Joel Edrington. With a great name, did I he? Think, did I think he, he's a great name. I, I agree. Edgerton is a Edgerton is a great name. Did he? Was he nominated for Academy Award? I don't know. I know, but he's obviously a big enough name. Bonnie Bonnie Pice Pice uh, coming back as Brew Lars. Are you sure that's not uh, that's not uh, uh, Organa's wife? Because that's the same no. actress who came back. Also, no. what's her name, Joel? I don't know her name. Hmm. Uh, I, maybe I do. Hayden Christensen, obviously, is Darth Vader. Uh, Jimmy Smith's coming back. You know, it's a, he's he loves playing Bail Organa. Like, well, was the last time we saw him Rogue One? Rogue One, yeah, okay. Rogue One. I mean, but he's done it. He's done it in other movies as well. Watching that episode, watching it last night when he's there, and there was a an aunt watching it with us who will, who will remain nameless. But she who's that? Right? She did. She's like, she's like, who's that guy? There's two guys on the scene. So of course, my smart ass kids go. Which guy are you talking about? I'm like, stop it. You know, that one there. You know, why does he look so young? And we're like, what are you talking about? Like, like, and, and like, that's Jimmy Smith. Well, he's so old. And then, well, why does he look young? We're like, what do you mean? Why does he look young? They didn't de-age him. She was just expecting him to be de-aging everywhere. And I'm like, how do you know what you're seeing? But, yeah. <laughs> well, I was just She's happy. listening to this podcast right now, too. I was just happy she was there and part of the conversation and enjoying it. As I tell the kids, it could be worse. She could go, hey, guys, let's go to the yarn fair. She's yarn saying, fair. hey, hey, yarn let's, 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 yeah. let's watch Obi-Wan Kenobi and Marvel shows, so I'm happy for that. One of the nice surprise cameos in this, uh, Tamura Morrison that was coming back awesome. as a veteran clone trooper. That That's fantastic. That was great. Now, what Joel's referring to is uh, the actor he just named is Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. And all of the clones and Jenga Fett and everything. So the fact that he shows up there, wonderful cameo. Yeah. We're just like, oh, so that's, simple. That's in world. So do simple. that, do that, do that. Oh, it was awesome. Uh, nice surprise. Ian McDermott coming back is not, not Ian McDermott. That's right, Dermot. Yeah. Coming back as the Emperor. Fantastic. I love seeing that. Uh, it was It was not, it was It was awesome. But it was, it, it was just, less because we just saw him in Rise of. Of Skywalker, of the Skywalker, so it was slightly less because it wasn't like the first time he came back. How did he come back? Somehow he came back. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Obviously, Liam Neeson as Qui Gon, which was great, and Anthony Daniels reprising his role as C three PO. R two D two was in that shot too, but you have to look for him. We're talking about. I mean, that's Anthony Daniels. You know what? I'm all for this. Keep using these actors before they die. Like I I don't mind it. I I don't mind seeing these guys. I was actually happy at the end of this uh, the show when when. Obi-Wan shows up there to stop by for two seconds, like, keep the motor running. I'm coming through planets, but I have to get right back. And when he, when he stops and says hi to Leia and brings her back her little, uh, um, you know, toy that we're going to find in Target stores and everything. And and I was like, I'm like, oh, God, I hope that's not the ship of the refuge, refuge of refugees from the Jedi, all those people that are in that pub. Like, like, don't settle on Alderaan. Terrible choice. Oh, yeah. that's, a bad, that's a bad idea. But, I mean, that's. What what happens to Kamal Nanjani? Like what happens to his character? Well, There's interesting casting. casting There's him. enough choices though. Think about well, he's also very he's uh, he he's his his personality is so out there and vibrant as a as an as a performer that they needed that so the people watching and, go like there's that guy again and, uh, even that, if you don't know his name. Out, he's Pakistani. Like you don't get a lot of Pakistani. I mean, unless you're obviously Miss Marvel, but he's a Pakistani actor, so that's big for just international uh, recognition. Plus, you so got Ice Cube there I mean, as the a, rebel leader. Here's get out of here. It was an Ice Cube. It's his, his son. Is it his son? Yeah, it's I his didn't son. Know that, but it's I, not, I, okay. I make the joke because in the in the movie about um, N W A, he played oh, that's his dad. Right. He does he's, play he that. Plays, and he's got that same angry look. Like it's like Ice Cube. I am so happy today, and it's like. You really look like you want That's to shoot right. somebody. That was him. I didn't but even anyways, know that. Anyways, I think because uh, they were really touting him when Obi Wan's like, "You're the leader of the the path," you know, and all that stuff. They're going to. I shouldn't say they're going to. Hopefully, they will do. Now, again, you cannot go back to the Vader well. As much as we love the but Vader they well, the Cassian Andor well. 
Because that's going to take oh, place. Vader, yes, yeah, but I'm saying Obi-Wan and Vader. Uh, and we could talk about this at the end if it was, you know, how it still works within the continuity and everything like that and, and all that. We'll, we'll figure that out. Although the, I, only way, the only thing you can do, and it's it's been animated, but it hasn't been, I'd like to see live action, is Darth Maul versus Obi-Wan. That would be a nice well, thing to see live action one. Right, I mean. Well, no, because we saw it, and, and I know, that, it's animated, but why not? But why it not? happened like that because he had his his style at that point. I he know, jumps but forward. It'd still be cool to see. It. Yeah. Uh, but these characters we're talking about, Roken, uh, Haja Estri, which is Kamal Nanjani, we could see these characters appearing in the Cassini Andor series because obviously that takes place what nine years or no less less than that because it's oh, about nine years because that's when Rogue One takes place. And that's it's so five it's years before Rogue One, so it's four years after this. Yes, so they yes. they're and Saul Guerrero and everything you like can, that. You can see these characters if they want to. But I think back. I think uh, especially also the the third sister whose name is escaping me now because we're doing some uh, 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 Riva. Mm-hmm. She clearly she's still around at the end of this series. So where is she going to be in the timeline? If they decide to go like her and Obi-Wan go on an adventure, who knows where that's going to go? Because again, we also got names to Jedi's on the walls, including the key one that popped out was the Jedi who now just name just disappeared from my head, but he was actually one of the main Jedi's on the council who actually was in the animated series, had full episodes and in the books, in the books, he supposedly dies with Vet- uh, Asajj Vetris. They die together, but since that book, you know, it can be written right out of continuity, just like that. Is that a new book, or is that no? It came out, no, no. It's part of the new books. It's part of the new books. Oh, they can't do that already. They could because it was. That was the whole point of going getting rid of it the was expanded part, universe. It was legends part, going. Hey, but they're all already doing. They're canon. already doing that because. Yeah, well, that's it why is. I stopped beca- reading it. Well, here's the thing. It, it it's because the uh, the Clone Wars. It was part of the last season Clone Wars, mm-hmm. and we actually got some some of those uh, animatics and videos online. But they changed the continuity from them to here, and they've they've well, done those stuff. Don't count because they were never finished. But I'm saying whatever. Regardless, I'm what saying, I his, I his, what's his name? That's a personal, oh, man, not that's a personal thing. Where it's like if I read something, I'm like, oh, this is great. Oh, it's no longer in, like you just read something that's no yeah. longer in continuity. Right, that's like, a whole. Ah. That's a whole other conversation. Well, it's a conversation but, I brought. But, uh, you know the name I did mention though. I didn't mention the return of James Earl Jones because that's not James Earl Jones. That is not James Earl Jones. That is a that is a a voice synthesizer. That do you think they got him voice. to do the acting? Because what I had read, and they haven't released this yet, I guess, I'm gu- I guarantee like a month and a half from now, we'll see. James Earl Jones is, I believe, 90 years old. No, I think he's 90 years old. Uh, I believe he's that age. If he's not 91 or maybe 92. When they did a de-aged Luke Skywalker, they got Mark Hamill to come in and say the lines. And then they used his inflections, his acting ability, and then they made a new version of him using old audio and, and magic and technology and everything. So my question is, do you, do you think that they, obviously, you pay James Earl Jones, you know, because like, hey, we're using your voice, and he's like, you know, he's fantastic. Like, me, yep. You know, um, but the question is, is do you bring him in to do the acting of it? Or do you have somebody else do the acting and say the lines with the drama? Right? That'll be the question. And we'll see that when they eventually put out a making of, like they've well, done for everything read, else. I mean, this thing that I've read online that says he didn't actually record new lines. They used Respeecher, which is an advanced AI software to analyze his voice. He has enough voice stuff out there that you could analyze his voice. At one point, I think Darth Vader is like, Simba, come to me. Like, holy cow, why is Darth Vader saying that? Uh, but he's obviously, they have so much to choose from if they want to recreate his voice. I think the last we saw of James Earl Jones was going to be in the Coming to America 2. And, and that, they killed him in that. That was cool that you guys I mean, he's, 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 a, he's classy. He's a cla- he, he was in Dr. Strangelove, the Kubrick movie. That's Contemplate how- this on the tree of woe. Crucify him. That's that's oh, where he's in. He's Conan, man. That's- oh Oh, no. Yeah. We don't need any more Conan quotes. <laughs> Wrong! No! No! Curse your enemies, see no. them driven before you, and to hear the lamentations of their women. No. Right! I was giving you the Falcon note. The the I was giving you the Darth Vader note. No, no. Da- Dar- I, didn't I was doing James Earl Jones doing no. Here's the thing. If you hadn't said anything, I would have gone right past it. You made me do that. You did it. Anybody have a problem with that? It was Joel. I had a problem with this. I, yeah. I blame myself. So the Jedi's. Well, go ahead. I'm going, I'm still trying to find that damn Jedi name. It's bugging me now. Go ahead with what? I don't know what you're talking about here. Uh, talk. Uh, talk about this thing called Obi Wan. So it was awesome lightsaber battles. I really enjoyed the fighting. So this, this the show itself for me was kind of like a valley, right? 
the first couple episodes were good, then it kind of dipped down, and then it brought it right back up with the last two episodes. So I, I think the show, like the when they finally started utilizing Darth Vader more, I was like, all right, this is this is where this is where the show really takes off. I Darth Vader looks so good in this. I I, I should mention this. There is a video game out there right now, right? Lord Vader, I think it's called the VR game. That oh yeah, we saying. we played it's too. Un- yeah. If you ever want to be like, why is why is Darth Vader so intimidating? He's you put right him in, in front you put of him you. in VR and he's standing in front of you and he's gigantic and you're like, oh, that's why Lord Vader is intimidating. He's scary as hell. So that's a good that's a good way to experience the terror that is Lord Vader. Yeah, the Jedi who is still alive <coughs> and was had its own special uh, episodes in Clone Wars. Quinlan Vos. And Obi-Wan calls him out when he sees his name on that pad that, oh, you know, Quinlan said this, you know, Quinlan was here. And that character, if you saw pictures of him, which I will hopefully show Joel. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I said his name, but you should know what he's talking about. But anyways, that that character, this guy right here. Yeah. So I could see that actor, I could see that character being brought forth, you know. In an Ahsoka we'll TV show, maybe? Uh, well, then that's that's a, that's a bigger, bolder step because then you're saying makes it through a Star Wars time period. This is all earlier, so you could still have him back then and they get killed off before Star Wars. And they'll kill off people. They killed off uh, Talia, like Tala. I think that was an interesting choice. Like this, you introduce this character. I like this actress. The she Sand Viper. She, yeah, she well, she was also in Rome, which I liked her in Rome. And then then they kill her off. I was like, good stakes. It means something. Like. He's not okay, going to be attached to that, her. Like he's, so, some of the arguments you hear is, well, and this is this is clearly an issue with all prequels. It will always be so. It's like, if you don't want to hear those early stories, stories, don't stop complaining. Because certain characters have what's called plot armor around them. Mm-hmm. You aren't killing off Uncle Owen, Aunt Beru, Luke, Leia. None of them are dying because we know they have to go beyond that. It's not about the destination. It's the journey. But what did you think when they did stab the Grand Inquisitor right away? I, it was an interesting, but I I never felt he was dead. Cause really? Because like, like you can't kill him and then have him appear later on in Rebels. You just can't do that. Uh, but there was all the theories. I mean, like, there's, is clones. He, there's clones. There's clones. Because he looks slightly different. He has, he has two stomachs. Yes, that's what they came but out with. That being with. said, Reva got stabbed, and she came back. So apparently, you can survive a, a good old lightsaber. Well, here's gun. the thing about lightsaber stabs you: it cauterizes everything, yeah. so you ain't bleeding out. Um, let's. Uh, but you're talking. You're talking about plot armor. It's not only just also like plot armor, nothing can happen to them. They have to plan ahead. For instance, I love how Luke, as a kid in the final episode, he never sees the lightsaber or the Jedi. No, it was, it was, it was smart. Okay, but you, they had to like, how do we do this? We got to jump through hoops about this. All right, here's, here's how we're going to do it. He's going to run away and clever. Yeah. And, and, and talking about having to do that dance, which is what you're saying, dance around that while still saying a continuity. And you hear people say like, oh, this was an opportunity. I've, I've read, you know, again, people are morons. People saying there's a, uh, uh, what a, what an inconsistency with how this could have fixed certain things. Like, like look at Alec Guinness, how he looks all of nine years from now versus how you and McGregor Mew McGregor lives. And people were saying like, oh, maybe when he got dragged through the fire, that's what's going to make him look older. And then they didn't do that. And I'm like, hey, hey, anyways, the, the continuity of it is, is Alec Guinness lived a harder life. So he was actually, uh, he was 62, but he looked older. And Ewan McGregor is actually 51. And uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi's age here is supposed to be like 48 or something like that. You know, again, again, he's 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 going to spend a lot of time on a Tucson planet, so that's going to age you. A desert planet, yeah, that'll age yeah, you. Yeah, the Tucson's, but it's like, yeah, he's not going to look exactly like him. Oh well, oh well, you know, it, it's, I'm it, totally fine with that. Yeah, it, it's like, I, I, you know what, uh, Jake Lloyd, who played the little Anakin Skywalker, doesn't actually look like, you know, Hayden Christensen now. Like, I don't care. Like, that's not an issue. They look close enough. They look close. You know what? I think it's perfect casting. What if this little girl perfect as Leia casting. doesn't grow up to look like Carrie Fisher? Then we're going to have to read, then we have problems. How come they didn't de-age Carrie Fisher for this To be role? a little girl? <laughs> where's the line? Where's the line? Where's the line? <coughs> hey, I mean, seriously, though, where's the line? It's like, oh, you wouldn't do that with little kids. You wouldn't de-age them. I'm like, I don't know. I was just watching this multi-popular show called Stranger Things, and they were de-aging an eight-year-old or a nine-year-old mm-hmm. on that show. So you can't well, say they won't do it. I will say I'm happy they didn't go any more de-aging because as much as I love the Anakin... Hayden Christian. Hayden Christian, Hayden Christian Anakin. The Anakin-Obi-Wan duel, the flashback. Hey, uh, Obi-Wan looked pretty good. 
Uh, Hayden Christensen didn't look. And I just like listened to a video to. not even an hour ago. Sometimes good, where sometimes they said bad. they said why didn't they de-age him? People think they didn't de-age him. Oh, they one hundred percent. I mean, it's the guy twenty. It's twenty five like, years. It's twenty. Let's see. Well, yeah, it's twenty. 20 almost 20 years ago so he's clearly older he still looks really good but i've heard people here's the thing that i what i noticed was his build his shoulders he's got a much broader shoulder than he does as a 20 year old so i noticed like that was actually a different was he he looked more i it was kind of the leathery of the ness of the face like it looked like an older face yeah, because that's what I'm saying. Like he, eyes and no, like your nose gets bigger as you grow, like as you age. Your ears get bigger as you age. I don't think they de-aged that as much as they could have. Well, I mean, that being I, said, I, I'm I'm fine with it. It's gonna be one of those things where it like, didn't bother me at we, all. When we, when we watch when we saw Tar- when we saw Rogue One, you see Tark, and you're like, oh my god, this is it. Now you look back and you're like, yeah, there's some scenes where it does not look good. I still think it holds up mostly, uh, think, mostly, yeah, mostly, saying, mostly, like, mostly. But like, I Marvel's think this been things, doing You the look at and you go, is it gonna hold up? Like, I don't know. Um, I, I, it's not perfect. I, there was a couple times I was taken out, and then we're talking about three minutes of footage, maybe. Yeah, roughly. So I mean, you can see the whole it wasn't footage like, online. It wasn't like Luke in uh, the Mandalorian, though. Was it Mandalorian that Luke, Luke? Yeah. Yeah. That looked awesome. And the Boba Fett. He had more. Oh, in Boba Fett. Sorry, he had Boba more Fett. in Boba Fett. Boba Fett. He looked awesome with lighting. That. There was yeah. It's, it, I would say I would say Boba Fett was like ninety nine percent there. There was like two shots where I was like, but you're but also. You're really, really looking. It's like I don't even look at anybody else's face as deeply as I'm looking at that. So I'm really staring at everything, waiting for it to be a problem. Maybe they did uh, uh, DH Hayden Christensen. No, no, uh, Bail Organa. And Aunt Lindy was right. (laughs) Nobody ever said that ever. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So the Hayden Christensen, uh, I was also questioning. Like, why, when you went back in time, and I guess you could look like the flashback, you could say that this was a, a point where he, before Anakin was on the Jedi Council, he was still a Padawan, he's not a Jedi Knight yet, and maybe that's why they went there. But at the same time, I'm like, why not go three years later, when, when Hayden Christensen could have the longer hair, help longer cover hair, him up no and look arm. like that. Well, whatever, he's got a robot arm also, and we do see him in a couple flashbacks that they shot of Order 66. We see him approaching the Jedi kids. We see him from that time period. And that one doesn't bother me. That one doesn't no, bother me and at I, all. No, and I wonder, well, again, it's lighting and shading, daytime versus nighttime. And I was wondering, like, wait a minute, did they go to this time period because Ewan McGregor's got long hair now and he had to, you know, and he could had that wig covering it versus the short hair version? I wasn't sure, but I think it had more to do with the continuity of the story. But... It was it was good. I never hear. Here's the thing about the prequels: people like rip on Attack of the Clones. I'm like why. I'm like I like Attack of the Clones way more than Phantom Menace. Way more. I I think I think they each prequel got better. You know, you this reminds me of something I thought about earlier when you said like when you're doing a prequel, there's like plot armor and things like that. Those three prequel movies, for the fault of bad acting, some bad dialogue. Uh, and some old special effects, which you know hold up pretty well. Those are incredibly brilliant movies that they went, "Hey, we're not going to just, we're not going to see, what you do. we're going to create whole new worlds." And George Lucas was like, "I'm going to tell you about the trade wars. I'm going to tell you how this." And it's really fascinating that he created that. Yeah, I think that's that's awesome. a whole other conversation. I'm, you're going to get sure. me down. A, a, but I wanted to bring that up. Yeah, because no, you're you talked right. about you're right. how. Uh, Number two, episode two is better than episode one. Yes, I just think the prequels are are good to begin with. Like they are solid. And movies. I think there's some flaws in the in the inherent way that of the story he wanted to tell and how it limits the future telling of of of, of just the the origin that I you know I think it's I think it's brilliant. And all well, the question is, will we look back on? Will we look at seven, eight, nine? In fondness, the way we look back on the prequels with fondness now. That's I like, don't think there was a seven, eight, nine. <laughs> no, I guess time not. Goes on. Oh, I thought you loved number eight. You loved number eight. <laughs> no, I love number seven. Number seven's good, even though and it's number a eight. Actually, number I think four. I think eight is better than nine. I think Last Jedi is better. Than, Last Jedi, he, he, they. Oh my God! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Oh, it's okay to talk about that. It's okay to talk about. But you that. don't. You don't know what's in my head. If I start talking, it's not going to stop. No, it's true. <laughs> he doesn't stop talking. It's... What about Flea? Did you like Flea in the show? He was fine. Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. So, let's, doing his thing. He's doing, I, it's needles. Jerry, it's needles it's from Magnum Beach. McFly. Yeah, I'm not even doing that. Nope, forget it. <laughs> you were going to do... You are going to do... I was going to do a terror. The boss, yeah. Yes, which... But is a, is a cliche... Uh, no, I'm not doing that now. So let's talk about each episode briefly and then talk about a little good and the bad with them. Obviously, episode one. These are all directed by Deborah Cho, who had worked on The Mandalorian. And uh, we... we oh, op- I'll, 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 
Zach Braff. Did you like Zach Braff as Freck? Zach Braff. From, I know uh, he is. I Scrubs, know he is. Yeah. yeah. So the opening of the ten years after you know ten years before we see some of uh, Order sixty six. And we I make, love that. We all they, make they, the they, comment they, that that's clearly Reva as a child, which we were guessing at the beginning there. I just love that they keep showing Order 66 because they showed us that in The Mandalorian as well. It looks so cool. Like, eventually I want like, splice these scenes together and make, like, like they do with McBain in The Simpsons. Like, make a movie just based off of the flashbacks. I've seen YouTube videos that do that and tie in uh, the end of Clone Wars with Ahsoka's, how that all happened at the same time. So, the... I heard it was an interesting thing. Like, what do you do when you're going to be showing younglings training? Well, in the movies, they do this. They, and they, move, they, yeah. they move that. The, or the, or, they're, or they're, the they're, 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 they're basically meditating and everything. You know, so they, they, they had to come up with, uh, I guess you could call it like a Tai Chi or something. But they did come up with something that I thought helped represent and show what these kids are doing on a, a physical level, which was inter- interesting to watch. And then we get to... We get introduced to the characters like we talked about. We get the Grand Inquisitor. We get the third sister. We get the fifth brother, who we've seen from the animated series, who, and this is actually played by one of the fastest. Sung Kang from uh, Fast and the Furious, yeah. He's Hong? Yeah. Yeah. Which doesn't do much, but that's fine. He he walks. In, I think Han. If, but, Han, thank you. Uh, yeah, I knew. It was, I don't watch those movies. I was I was happy that I got that close. His character in these episodes, he just walks and is angry, and walks is angry, and he walks is angry. At one point, he grabs the third sister and puts her against the wall, and that's the most he does in all of this. That's he, fun. You know, it's spinoffs for the Clone Wars. There's also another sister. Another sister. You see another sister, second sister, fifteenth sister. I'm not sure she shows up in two episodes also. But we spend our first episode on... I always find... The Inquisitors... I and mean, this goes back to Clone Wars, and I always find them very funny. It's like, with the Sith, there can be only two. And then all the Inquisitors as well who use the Force. Well, like, I, it's, there it's is, so I, funky. Again, I've read the books, and it has to go back to the uh, the Sith Wars and how when there was too many Sith, they're trying to they're always trying to one-up each other yeah. and kill each other, which is what we're seeing a little with bit the of yeah. in Inquisitors. That's just designed and built that way. So I think that's that's interesting. In the first episode, we spend this is our Tatooine episode, which a lot of people feel like oh, if you're going to be Star Wars, you're going to be on the desert planet. And I'm like, let's get off the desert planet, man. We let's need Coruscant, 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 so bad in these t- in this. Uh, well, we get another I think one. Cassie and Andor might have that in this episode. We get I, here's some complaints I heard from people. It's like, oh, it was just. Uh, it was so down and, and dark. And I guess in a movie, in a movie, you can compress this. You can compress this to a five-minute scene of, well, you know, Obi, you know, Obi-Wan is, we, we, the, the script and everything, they're saying, listen, he is in a dark, 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 dark place. And they have the opportunity here to show him do three different times that he's, you know, his job, he just does the same thing over and over again. And he can't risk even a second of using the force. So he's not doing anything. And I can see that can be depressing and stuff. If you now, if you're able to step back and as we can now look back, this is six episodes. We're going to spend that just to sell that. And what that does, character. What, well, what that does is it makes his rise at the end that much more powerful. You know, but at the time well, when you're in it, it you got to wait, you got to wait well, a week to, in between. It's you harder. don't put yourself in his shoe. Like, his Padawan, the one he was training, killed everyone. Oh yeah, he's devastated. Like, like that would be all. That'd be terrible. That's like if you're, yeah. They're, they're, he's got PTSD. So many real world, he's got PTSD. So many real world examples of that kind of stuff. It's just like, yeah, that would be awful, and he should be in a bad place. But we see him in Episode Four. How does he become to a better place where he's, you know, he seems more of a chipper kind of guy as opposed to someone who raised the biggest mass murderer in the. In the History of the. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw out a couple of things that I think are like flaws that you can tell me how do you fix this. You're gonna hide out. We we, we establish he's hiding out. He's not gonna do anything like that. Anything, Joel? Do you think he maybe should not be going by Ben Kenobi? Oh, well, obviously. Okay, so that's obviously that's, unless Kenobi's like a maybe popular. They, you know. they need they need to throw out a line of dialogue. Oh, another Kenobi. There's like a million of them on Tatooine yeah, I'm alone. Over it, though. I'm okay. fine with it. I mean, I still go back to. If they're gonna do the Clone Wars, this is Obi One Kenobi. Like, should there be like an Obi Two? Oh, no, yeah, Ob One. Yes, yeah. I thought that was always interesting. So let's talk very briefly. We get introduced to little Leia. What did you think of Leia? I mean, she's clearly the the Grogu of the show. We're seeing our hero in a small small you know little trainer. Well, I, I thought she I'm was fantastic. I'm fine with it. I mean, it, there was a question of how can Leia know Obi One because she makes the in the hologram. You serve my father, but then they taught like. At the end of this, they're like, "Hey, by the way, don't don't tell anyone yeah. we know each other," and that's why she did it in the hologram. And that works. She actually never meets him 
in the New Hope. They never actually have a conversation together. And there so. is a scene when Luke goes, I'm here with your droids. I'm here with Ben Kenobi. And she doesn't say Obi-Wan. She goes, Ben Kenobi? So that actually, she does say Ben Kenobi in the Star Wars. Well, so, it's because it's a very common name. But Another I'm, Ben Kenobi? No, she doesn't sound surprised. She's like, she's like she knows who Ben is. That actually, friends That works Kenobi. within the continuity. If somebody were to say, like, oh, she only knows him yeah, no, by Ben, I, it, she it does works, say it. It works. So yeah. it was clever of them to go, hey, we can team this. These two that one works. Up. What about the chase scene when she's being chased on Alderaan? Like, did, you, did I, I show you that I, video I, I was, where they, we spit oh, it up and you play a little uh, Benny Hill's yeah, back? Yeah, yeah, Yakety Sax? She does. It, 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 it all captures her. I sent that to you. It was me who sent it to you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was really funny. Yeah, it was very funny. Yeah. But it, it does lead up. It's like there is a point where I, I feel this is what it is. I think when people who don't like these things or they just don't want to like them, they just don't want to like them, they go, and what about this? Yeah, you can nitpick at that. I don't feel like that one is a real nitpick. No. Yes, does it seem like she's getting away a little too easily? Like, why aren't they grabbing her? Yeah, that part, but that's such a small moment. you trying to grab a little kid sometimes when they run away? <laughs> No, I don't. <laughs> That's a terrible thing. Oh, the kid's running away. Let them go. Can't catch them. No, it's and, and that never bothered me. I saw people in the picking that too. I was like, I don't care. How about the scene where we saw the Jedi's dead in the street where we said he was hung on there? I thought it was pretty laid some stakes down there. And it shows it showed that, you know, like he's clearly not doing it. Also, Reva takes that woman's hand off. It was like, oh yeah. my gosh. Like, it's out of Star Wars unless someone gets their hand on Exactly. Off. Hopefully, if she redeems herself and she's walking around tattooing later, the woman's going, like, hey, remember me? Like, get, a, ro- get, your, a, get a robot I hand. Like, you're pointing to your wrist. So like, she can wear a watch on that hand that just always slips off. robot hands everywhere. Uh, you didn't even mention the T16 Skyhopper model yet. Yes. The model that he's playing with in episode four he got from Obi Wan. Hey, let me ask you something because this was a, a theory. Because it's a podcast. Because it's a theory that uh, someone threw out there. And I think I, th- I like it. Each episode of this series correlates with episode one, two, three, four of the Star I Wars. I think people want that to do, so you're, so you're picking good. it. I, I think, think it was pretty good. I've heard, I, I think you can I mean, say the it with fact anything. That, the fact that they have to infiltrate the, the, no, I get the it. base to save someone, and that takes place on part four, which is episode four, is all A New Hope is about infiltrating the base. Like that's pretty I, obvious, I, I, right? I get it. I get it. And I think I think there is some some of those happen initially, like in the first couple episodes. So people are like now we're going to see if it matches for all of them. And I've listened to people comparing them, and I'm like, yeah, that kind of is that. Like for example, in episode five, you could also when Vader is holding the one ship and he holds it down, and then a second ship gets away. People go like, you know, just like in Rise of Skywalker when there was a second ship, but that doesn't work on our number system, so we can't use that one. It's like okay, see, you're gonna you're gonna well, find, yeah, you're gonna find yeah. if you're looking for it, you can that's you can that's you can find it. Badass though. He's holding that ship. That was awesome. Do they need? Here's before I go any farther. Do you feel like that scene? They need to establish something where he goes. Uh, you know, it, you, you throw a little bit of a wheeze on his voice, like he can't do it a second time because everybody who's watching it, again, people who are looking for reasons to hate it, they're going to go, "Why doesn't he just raise his hand again and grab the second it's already, ship?" It's already hitting the hyperspeed. Uh, he can't. Fight okay, that. all right, that's fine. That's, uh, that's what I want to bring up in some of these some of these hey, obvious Jerry, questions. Jerry, it's the force. I mean, now nah, I don't want see. I don't want to give that as an answer, like like plot armor. You like why are they doing this? Because they can. You know, for example, we'll we'll get to them, but there's two major moments where you go, "Why is such and such letting such and such live?" And the answer is because they have to live because they show for it. It's like, no, no, no. There's a story wise. Why is it? And sometimes I think they work, and sometimes I don't think they do. Uh, we in second in the the second the second episode, part two, aptly named part two. Uh, they track. Uh, they go. They take the tracking. He's tracking the kidnappers to the planet Dayu. That's where he meets Haja. This was fine because we had some action up on the streets. I thought that one droid was going to be um, four LOM, but it was a similar one. It was a different designated. But I was like, that was that was the nerd of me who had that action figure as a little kid. Go, is that four LOM when he's fighting? Like, no, it's not. But I was I was kind of excited. <laughs> this is uh, this is another one of those. This reminded me of Loki in a lot of ways. This is good use of the volume where they shoot. Where it looks like this expansive city and all that kind of stuff, and they did a good job. I remember during the Mandalorian, like the first episode, I was like, "Man, this—they're showing a city, but it doesn't seem really well populated." This felt like it was a big city, well populated, with lots of people running around. I thought they did a really good job of creating this atmosphere. I think the—I think it worked most of the time. There were a couple scenes later in the episodes where I felt like I feel a little more enclosed, but I don't know. Maybe I'm looking for it. Speaking of not seeing populated, Alderaan. Every time we saw that city line, I was like, show a couple cars going back and forth, float cars. I didn't see anybody moving around between those buildings. I was like waiting for that. Fun uh, fact about this episode. Yes. Uh, 
Tetha Gregg. She's the pink-haired girl. That's uh, Ewan McGregor's daughter in real life. Yes, yes. That's fun. That was a nice one. This is where the Grand Inquisitor gets stabbed by Reva. I was, I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, what's happening? And that, so that, that suckered me. And it came down to, like, does that mean that the other Grand Inquisitor, maybe Jason Isaacs will show up playing because he does the voice in the show and he's an awesome actor, maybe because he looks slightly different in the animation version, but clearly they didn't do that. And we also, this first time we see on Mustafar, we see Vader awaken in the back to tank. Both these episodes aired together. When that they ending premiered. was awesome with, with Vader opening his eyes. That's, that was badass. Yeah, which br- he, he opens his eyes and he doesn't have the scar on his head because he doesn't get that till a little bit that's later. A, that's a key thing, yes. Joel's referring to the fact that he has a scar on the top of his head that we see in Return of the Jedi when he takes his helmet off and we see this nasty gash on his head. And that's what happens. Obi-Wan Kenobi put that scar on him to in the sixth episode here uh, when he sees half his mask, which ironically we saw the other half of his face uh, when Ahsoka fought him at, in the uh, Rebels season two finale, I believe it is, where his face gets split that way also. Uh, episode three, we see around Mustafar and Vader is talking to Reva about getting Kenobi. Uh, she, pr- she gets promoted to the Grand Inquisitor if she succeeds. And we meet Tala. An interesting scene where they're in the vehicle with the stormtroopers. This oh was, yeah, the, the, this is this is a, this. I, we can nitpick this a little bit. Well, first off, I thought this was interesting because they had an opportunity here when the stormtroopers are just talking back and forth and stuff, and they could show they could show them being you know regular people, but at the same time, I think they know in the scripts like yeah, these guys we, we can't. So we we still show them kind of stiff and kind of evil because we don't want to necessarily you know show too much of that. And I think one problem here. Which has actually happened at the same time. One of the coolest things happened is when they have they come on, come across that gate, that laser gate, yeah. which you're like, just walk around it or all the other stuff. Having said that, when the one stormtrooper falls and gets split in half that by was it, awesome. everybody in the house, oh, I mean that was awesome. It's the same argument when we watched Moon Knight when they came out of the desert, they pulled up right to yeah. a roadblock. It's like just stay in the desert, yeah, you'll be like, fine. Oh, another hundred yards, you'll yes. be good. <laughs> like, hey, well they didn't roll the yeah exactly. Oh, all right. Anything that you want to discuss about episode three? I like Tala. So the uh, I also wanted to mention Darth Vader. He has a different like chest plate in these movies, like breathing apparatus. Don't they change in the movies though themselves? From Do they? Four or five. Well, or I was going to say because he gets a cut up in episode six here, where he gets all scarred up. Plus his helmet change changes. Again, his helmet so. changes slightly. You know, for real world reasons, they they do things sure. and they light things differently. This is obviously we get Vader out there killing people. One of the greatest moments of all Star Wars is Rogue One when he's walking down the hallway and he's just killing all those people. That's that's the Vader I want to see. And this is kind of we get this Vader who can just do all this badass stuff because he's the most powerful Jedi or powerful Force wielder. Okay, well speaking of that, I will bring up another point of contention. Is obviously we have very interesting scene. Vader draws his lightsaber and it's like, oh, it's going to happen. And then and then uh, Kenobi goes go and he starts running i think he was going to the higher ground so he's like you can't fight me i got the high ground but obviously vader is complete control of this and he you know he creates the fire and then he drags obi-wan kenobi into it and it's a brutal scene and you're like oh my god what are they doing here i mean you got to remember this is star wars and there's back to tanks everywhere they they killed obi-wan bold move star wars bold move (laughs) so and then he gets distracted uh you know tala i'm sorry Distracted somehow, Reva gets Leia. She's captured in that weird tunnel situation and everything. But were you? This is the part that a lot of people complain about. So wait a minute, Obi Wan Kenobi. He's and we're showing we're showing Vader at such immense power, and we're not putting in any dialogue or any kind of reference saying you know he can only do this for so long before he gets tired. We're not even if that's the case. So he's he's got Vader, boom boom, and all of a sudden he gets distracted, and then he's standing there watching the fire as. Obi-Wan slowly gets taken away, escaping with that droid that she's got he's carrying him. He's scared of fire, Jerry. He created the fire. But he's scared of it. No, nah, see, again, So he's a Mustafar. He's again, always scared. In just another episode and a half, he's going to be p- grabbing a ship out of the yard. Well, why does... I guess, you know, why does he not maybe, just maybe, grab Obi-Wan there? Obviously, me, um, I mean, I'm saying a, a line of dialogue comes in and says, run, I, I enjoy the chase, I enjoy the sport or something. Let me throw this at you, maybe. Obviously, he makes, like, my, my friend is truly dead. You know, you are Vader. You are you are Vader. Like and they do they mention this all the time, but that's not true, right? Anakin is still inside him. We get to see way that. buried, way, way, way buried. But at a subconscious level, maybe that's why he doesn't kill Reva at that one point. She's a youngling. He doesn't like, or I don't, I don't know. But I'm talking I'm about saying, the Obi Wan. Like, no, I'm saying Obi Wan. 
there's a part of him that still is in there as a good person. Obviously, Luke brings it out. I don't know. I'm just throwing this out there as a devil's advocate. Maybe that's... I feel a line of dialogue like would have helped that because, again, troopers run around the, the corner and grab him. made the him. fire really long. We didn't I, see it. That, that's one of those ones where, again, I'm talking about complaints you hear, uh-huh. which it's hard to defend that one if you're going to pick on that. Now, I don't think you really should, but at the same time, you're like, you're showing your antagonist super powerful and then it feels it feels like he should be distracted by holding something a ship that's going to be crashing on him or yeah, something it, it, it just felt like he was looking at him and you want one of the stormtroopers to go uh, sir why don't we just grab him there or for example at the at the end of the episode at six when when he goes he goes ignore the the rebels head sir. for obi-wan sir we can send some tie fighters ignore them it's like of course i one of the problems you have with creating supermen who are all powerful, so like powerful, this, you you have to you have to. Unfortunately, it's you, maybe lines of dialogue would help, but you have to just. Uh, they can't do everything. I think that a line of dialogue. I think when I don't know, I don't know if there's not somebody within when they when they're putting this together and they're writing the script. Is there not someone who goes and like, okay, bring in Nerd McGillicuddy who's going to come in and go, excuse me, Dave but Filoni. what about well, that? Well, Dave Filoni's the Nerd McGillicuddy. Well, that's, no, that's, that's knowing the nerd, nerdism about that. I'm talking about well, a story on. guy. This somebody goes, who comes in and goes... This goes back to, you know how many times that force speed run would have been beneficial uh, that they had? And we talk, we've talked about it uh, ad, ad nauseum. nauseum. But that's one of those things that's like, oh, we can't just have everything. We, we, he can throw his he can throw his lightsaber, Jerry, and have it come back to him. That's basically shooting lasers. That's really what he's doing, and you, you don't use that that often. Part four is the episode which was basically based on a video game, the Star Wars yep. video game, where they go to the the it's Inquisitors. To in to which I thought a, this was all good. I had uh, I loved it. I thought the seeing the frozen Jedi and stuff like including creepy. including the one little kid who uh-huh. we actually see at the beginning is one of the kids with uh, Reva when she's a child. Uh, and we also see one of the Jedi's who was actually in one of the animated episodes, and I've, I thought that was all good. And I also had no problem. People, this is another complaint it was about him hiding her in the jacket. I had no problem. With I had that no either. problem. I had no problem. The only that. problem I had, and I've seen the stolen photos of it, the perspective of this, the speeders shooting at Reva, is like it. The perspective is wrong. When you watch it, you're just like, wow, that ship looks really tiny compared to her. Like. There's no way someone actually is fitting it. It's just they got their perspective wrong. I, it's didn't, just I didn't notice thing. it. I didn't notice I it. It's not a big issue, but it, it's one of those things that, like, as I was watching, I'm like, something feels wrong with these speeders that are flying there. It just doesn't feel like they have the, the same size as the same speeders, because they're the same speeders that we used in the uh, that they used in Hoth. I loved when Vader had her by the throat rebound. I'm not sure if that happens in 5 or 4. And she saved herself. Like, I put a, I put a tracker on it, which basically was the Lola, which was... Her droid. I thought that was really clever, yeah, clever. and really smart. Because that's what happens in Episode Four. With the, did you let them escape? Is the tracker on on them? Yeah. Episode you Four. Can, part you can four. pick uh, again. You'll be able to pick any of that stuff. I get that. Uh, part Five was when we get to the ship, like we were talking about, that they have to get all the people out. Reva's there. Vader's on his way. This was all all good. This is where she kind of basically Obi Wan gets you know gets in his head and he's manipulating Anakin and then he also in, in, uh, manipulates Reva into a terrible time to strike. Like, here's an idea: come up behind Vader with the lightsaber not lit, and then turn it on there when the blade's already in him, as opposed to going. And then I'm gonna show Jerry him. real fast the scene that from the last episode I was talking about. It just doesn't look right, right? What the fact that this sh- the, the ship this- is really tiny and right next to her like that, like the sh- ship's like right here. It's right. Well, right think next about human. Those humans are sitting. No, those, those ships aren't that big. They sit in. There's two guys. It's, it's a it's a poorly composed shot because the ship yeah. the ship is perpendicular to her. And okay, all right. Now I hate it. This is the worst show ever. It is the worst show ever. So this fifth episode also has Talia sacrificing herself. So we had somebody who, you know, again, it was the question like, you got a thermal detonator, throw that at him. But then I guess the argument could be made that Reva could then swat it out of the air. So that's fine. But you know what I mean? She's got a thermal detonator. It's like, throw it. It's a grenade. You throw grenades. You throw them. Yeah, it was a great way for her to go out, though. It was. It was a really good way to go out. Unless she's not dead. <laughs> yeah, they have some people stay dead. Yeah. And so then Reva, uh, th- again, this was this was really good, but... um. And Kenobi surrenders, then he's okay, and then he's not, and then he, he gets there, and the Grand Inquisitor arrives, and, you know, they stab Reva like we talked about, and the Grand Inquisitor shows back up. Clearly, he's going to have to show back up in something. Maybe it's Andor or something, because 
he barely, he, he doesn't really do much in here. And if you don't watch the animated stuff at all, you might be going, hey, whatever happened to that guy? But I'm okay with that, though. It makes the animated stuff mean something. The, the reveal that Bail Organa, which, here's another question. This one, I'll go back to the first episode. So Bail Organa is able to communicate with Obi-Wan Kenobi over subspace. Hey, how's it going there? Hey, it's pretty good. My, my son, my daughter. So they're having a conversation. Here's another thing. Why didn't, you know... And, and, and he did this earlier. I guess there has to be something to do with the transmitter on a planet versus Leia sends a message through the droid to Obi-Wan Kenobi as opposed to, I don't know, sending a message the way we my, my, my father did. But I don't know. Uh, the, the communicator does get destroyed now that I think about it. So maybe he doesn't have another one of these. The one that he oh, used yeah, the holo- yeah. Well, it doesn't get destroyed. It, it gets, gets stepped on or something. Well, no, it gets taken away. Reva ends up getting it. Yes, yes. He hands but it got, off to Kamal Mandani. And there's just enough dialogue in there where she's like, where he's like, Vader, tattoo. child, tattoo, Owen, child. You know, and she's able yeah. to go, hey, that must be Anakin's thing. I met no, a guy no, named no, no, Owen. No. It wasn't Anakin. She was, he, she thought Luke was just a youngling that Obi-Wan was protecting. So she wanted to go kill the youngling that Obi-Wan was protecting. She had, she okay, did, so she did I not didn't know that it was in, Okay. All right, that's fine. But I did like, I did like, and we didn't mention this. So why was she going to, was she going to kill him to hurt Obi-Wan? Obi-Wan yeah. Not to hurt Vader. No. That's weird. I, I, I like, do like, she want to hurt? Like she hurt more? She knew Anakin was Darth Vader, and that's how Obi-Wan found out. I thought that was really cool, because I never even put that together. Yeah, like, that's a lot of people, like, he, like, he know, because he knew Darth Vader was, An- I mean, Obi-Wan Kenobi knows that Anakin's new name is Darth Vader because he sees it in the end at Revenge of the Sith on a hollow emitter when the Emperor is talking to Anakin and says, Rise, Lord Vader. So he knows it. But then he thought he killed him because that that's, con- that's in continuity. Mm-hmm. So that was an issue that they have not really completely addressed. I didn't know that. I oh, no, about the end of that. Yeah, and so that's like every time there was like a ton of articles mm-hmm. saying, hey, the writer explains it. And then you read the article and you're like, he never explains. He never explains why... You know, like Obi Wan like, didn't like, know in this series like, that Darth if, Vader was Anakin. Unless the only way he should have said that Obi Wan Kenobi is so isolated that he doesn't even know that a person named Darth Vader exists. That's the only way that works. Unless he's not following any news at all, he should know the name Darth Vader. And if he knows the name Darth Vader, unless it's a common name like Kenobi, he knows that Anakin Maybe Skywalker Darth is Darth not Vader. Is, is well known at this point. I, that's the only way that works. Yeah, it's really the only way that works because yes, I'm fine with it though. because he there is a scene in Revenge of the Sith where you, where he sees that, and I think that they they were struggling to explain that a little bit. So, he, but obviously he gets enough message to go there, so that we know that Reva is going to be showing up there in Episode Six again, aptly named Episode Six or Part, part six. six. Let's see, I've already screwed up. I had the easiest name to it, It's I, Part I VI, up. yes. Part VI, yeah. We see the Star Destroyer slowly chasing yeah. after this vehicle. This is going back and forth. I mean, we didn't talk about the music much in this, but I thought the music was fantastic. It was good. They got John Williams to come out and, the and record the Obi- he recorded a theme for a Obi-Wan theme. Kenobi, which is pretty good. Because he never got to record a theme for Obi-Wan in the movies. I think I'll, I'll put on here is one of the best parts about the trailer is that they had the duel of the fates. Oh they yeah, never, they you, never used true. it. Why did they ever use it in this in this TV show? Maybe just during the battle. Should, oh, oh, it was such a missed opportunity. Yeah, worst show ever. <laughs> Again, I thought the fight was wonderful between Vader and Kenobi. Yep. The stones, he crushes them. Vader is like. All too easy. And it's like, he just hey. walks away. Yeah. It's like, stop walking away. Stop walking away. Because what do you expect? Obi Wan to walk away when he's got you down? Oh yeah, he yeah. does actually. Or, do you, or like when you stab Riva and you just walk away and you think she's dead. Maybe I don't know. They, they couldn't be bothered. They're they're been. He's but she's beneath the problem them. Is he's, he can't. His helmet doesn't look down, so he can never see like below him. Like I can't tell. <laughs> I can't. I'm assuming. Why didn't he turn the rocks on fire? Now burn. But I thought Obi Wan Kenobi's power was wonderful. I thought that whole scene where he's shooting the rocks at him and everything. I thought that was great. I thought when we saw his face and like we talked about, we see his eyes and, and the his... sparks coming off the helmet. I thought that yeah. looked so cool. Oh no, yeah, and we see his eyes and people are freeze framed at the fact that when Anakin's talking to him, he's got his normal eye colors. But then when he's saying, "You didn't kill Anakin Skywalker, I did," and as he says it, his eyes his eyes slowly show the Sith yellow on there. Oh, so I thought that fun. was great. And he goes, oh, and the, "Now my friend is the, truly dead." And the the amalgamation of the two voices together yes. and all that. I know they'd done that before in the Clone Wars, but or Rebels. 
uh, at the end of the uh, all of this, he he's wearing an outfit white that's actually from the comics mm-hmm. with goggles. There's the, a lot of outfit stuff, a lot of character stuff. We're like, look at this outfit he's wearing. They're gonna wear that outfit in ten years. Like, okay, that's fine. I mean, it's a little a little on the nose. He got but... to meet. Uh, I thought it was really well handled. I thought I thought Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru. They got. Happy they got a lot. Up, yeah. They got. They got some action. They got to do some. This really, episode they got some, was they got great. To, they stepped up a little bit. You kind of appreciate them. Clearly, something is going to happen in the future that's going to turn them to smoldering skeletons. Well, it's it's a fascinating. I think there was another uh, video online or something like that. But like the idea, like. Yeah, Uncle Owen raised the the hero of the the universe. No, yeah, because like, he's only a grumpy old man that we see him there. But actually, to see him show love yeah, the best way he can, my, I thought that was my great. Son. Yeah, it was great. Oh yeah, and the fact that um, I know I love that. I love that, and I also loved when he goes to Ben. He goes, "You want to meet him?" It was like it was a it was a it was a it was a real moment of Owen versus him just being a, a crotchety old Luke. Get those evaporators yeah, out really there. There's going to be hell to pay, you know. But uh, you know, also I think I'm hoping that. Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru just got shot dead, and then they took a flamethrower to them to turn him dead. Hopefully, they didn't die. Like An- like like Anakin being yes, burned and yes, losing. Yes, yeah. brutal. Get get the get the flame trooper out of here. Yikes! Oh. Pour some blue milk on me. <laughs> oh no, blue milk's flammable. <laughs> no, it tastes so good. Uh, yeah, and then obviously I, I think it leaves itself wide open for the fun adventures of Obi-Wan and, and Qui-Gon's ghost. I think it's going to be a good time. I loved Qui-Gon's ghost being in this. Come on. It was just... No, Joel, I, his, Did they de-age his, him at all? Well, he's 20 years older. Yeah. He's actually 25 years older. So or did they I think just throw they the wig in the beard and... I think he day. grew that beard just for that scene. And I don't know, man. I, at one point, Joel, I looked real close, and the beard, you can kind of see the flap yeah. coming off a little bit. It's like He's like, hang on, the spirit gum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anakin, yeah, I, it was down. I, 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 I was so happy to see that. Like, it was just... Anakin Skywalker, meet Obi-Wan. So good. So good. It's so stupid. Uh, we talked about the music. We talked about the fact they filmed this in a box somewhere. Uh yeah, this was uh, this was actually you know it made uh, you know, a lot of viewers, a lot of people liked it. I think the trolls, and I hate to say that troll term, but I think there are some trolls. Oh, on there that. are. Uh, you know, people I, sending stuff to the actress. And I, Reva well, and well stuff that, like that's that. those like, those oh. those are those are terrible people. I, I I don't like the fact the the backlash on that is because you have people doing such over the top garbage stuff like that that makes people who have real issues with stuff go they look like, like yeah. for for example, yeah. I was not a fan of Ghostbusters from 2016 uh, but there were such terrible people out there doing such moronic terrible things that I'm like listen I don't like this movie but I have no issue with the women or any of this stuff I just don't think it's that funny but it was like it's like you almost had to feel like well now do I have to say I like it to just be on the other I, I hate that I hate that we have to like can I just say I don't like it because it's not funny or I don't like it because it wasn't this versus you know mm-hmm. I have to now defend something that I'm only feeling mediocre about sure well, luckily, if you're talking about Ghostbusters 2016, the proof is in the in the longevity of it. It's like, oh no, it was a bad movie. People don't like that movie. Don't you mean Ghostbusters Answer the Call? Is that what it's called? Yeah, they they changed it. It's on, it shows up on the screen. Yeah, it's called Answer the Call. Good, because it was dumb to call it the same name as the first one. Because then everyone has to go. You mean the female Ghostbusters? Like, why do you have to do it like that? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that brings us. I think. Uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about Obi Wan? I, I think know we why. covered a lot of stuff. I don't there. know why you and McGregor didn't do any singing in this, though. I was hoping he was going to bust out some. Uh, You're not going to start singing, vocals. are you? You're, you? You can't sing your throat sore. Otherwise, oh, you'd be I can sing, Jerry. No, I think uh, I think we covered a lot of stuff here. And I uh, again, great show. I would love another adventure with Obi Wan doing something else. Ewan McGregor is doing a Johnny Depp where he's going to Disney. Johnny Depp's going, you know, I'd like to keep doing these Pirates of the Caribbean movies before everything recently happened. And they're like, okay, because it usually almost never happens. That's why it, it's it's a Chris Hemsworth thing. When Chris, Chris Hemsworth goes to Marvel and he goes, you know, I'll make a fourth Thor. And they go, what? Make a fourth Thor yeah. right keep now. Keep using these actors. Well, these guys are still in their primes. Like, keep Ewan using Ewan McGregor's this. like, I'll Find keep going. Find other actors. I, you know what? Yeah, the Emperor, like, how did the Emperor come back in, in nine? Well, it was cool to see him, right? Wasn't that cool? At least, you know, yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford come No, in. but instead, we have to spend the next several years as The Mandalorian and Ahsoka and all the other shows have to somehow justify the story. Maybe at the end of the, at the end of five years, they'll have come up with a clone Snoke situation where they're going, it's brilliant. But they can't make something new until they feel they have to answer that mm-hmm. garbage. Ugh, frustrating. Yeah, but if they, get, if they bring Anakin Skywalker again and they jump forward, I'm sorry, they bring Obi-Wan Kenobi again and they jump forward, like, start putting a little more snow in his hair. Yep. That'll, that'll help people go like, oh, I guess he is looking a little older. He's a little older. If this is the last we get of him, though, 
I'm okay with it. I mean, I would love more, but this was this was just icing on the cake. You think it would have been better as a two-hour, forty-five-minute movie? No, this was good. This was this was great. When I thought this was great, I don't need it to be condensed down. I'm glad we got everything we got out of it. All right, no, that's good. So. That's like saying you wanted more of Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Maybe Rise of Skywalker would have solved some of their problems. <laughs> Maybe hey, would have. This dagger in this specific spot, if you hold it up, you can see you need to go here. <laughs> what if I'm on this spot? Well, uh, yeah, don't yeah. think about it. They can fly now. They fly now. <laughs> like no. they flew in the past. They flew in the past. Now stop it. You got me going dark, dark. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this for the Obi Wan Kenobi series, uh, and we will be putting out a podcast either splitting it in two or possibly just doing one all together. We're still deciding for the Marvel show. I have show. a new baby. It makes things way harder. The Marvel show Ms. Marvel is now three episodes in. We've got three of six and we will either try and get one out where we just review the first three or it, depending on how the schedule goes with new baby and just summer. It's summer too. Summer is a little crazy or we'll, but we'll definitely get something for at least all six together. So thank you for listening. Thank you for always uh, hanging with us and I hope you appreciate this. And in, or I should say, I hope you enjoyed it. You don't have to appreciate it. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you appreciate what we I hope do you, for, you. for you. Yeah, no, if you, if you don't appreciate it, I can't stop you there. There's nothing wrong with that, but I, I, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, and let us know. That would be great. Just say, say, hey, I listened to you guys, and you both spoke. That would tell us that you, know, you heard us speak. Not enough gas. Oh, Jesus. Classical gas. Well, I'll say my classic line. Goodbye there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jerry. I'm Joel. We'll talk to you next time.